always got to remember that. In our faith, we're always going one degree to another. In walking a mountain, we're always going to one degree to another, right? That's how it is in our life. So we got to make sure that we see that in our lives. And yes, we're human, man. Yeah, unfortunately, we got feelings. And sometimes our feelings are not in the right place. And we got to check that. We got to check that and let God dictate our feelings on that and love. And realize that we are taking off, not the way that we expect to take off. But we have to continue to do that groundwork that God has laid before us to do. Welcome, everybody, to the Ben's Pit Podcast. It's just me and Ephraim today. And, and today, we're going we're gonna to just be a little bit more natural. We're just going to just interact the way that we normally interact as brothers. And um, I know you have friends out there. I know you have brothers out there. And, and it's a time for us just to kind of show men out there how to really just have those really blood brother relationships and and then go through the natural process of how we actually interact and talk with each other about life about the things that we're struggling with and what we're going through and things that god is doing in our life this is something that we do probably two to three times a week honestly and i will say this is (laughs) i actually look forward to these conversations or when i see the phone pop up and uh, and I see my brother, I, either A, I know one of the two things. I get to pray for him in some way, shape, or form. B, it's going to be some crazy testimony or news that's going on. Or C, we, we got a battle to fight. And and as being through as many battles as I've been through with this brother, the outcome has always been like this amazing thing that's a testimony later on throughout the, the week or the month or something like that. And I don't know, man. What what are your thoughts, man, about all that stuff, man? man the last two yeah. years, man, what the journey has been. Uh man, the journey has been awesome. It's been sometimes uneventful. And sometimes we, we go through battles that we don't and our fleshly minds don't seem to understand. And then the spirit reminds us, or by calling a brother, it reminds us as well. And it's a pinnacle part of what the Bible talks about, ironing, sharpening ironing brothers out there need that. I, I need it. I, I make it an effort and, and I know you, Patrick, make it an effort as well to make the phone call. Because I call you and I call all the brothers as well. I always try to get what the Lord wants to say to another brother because we're not in this battle by ourselves. And that's one thing people need to understand. The men need to understand out there. You're not in the battle by yourself. The enemy wants to make you think that you are. But you are part of a body. And when you call another brother that's walking the path with you, man, it, it enlightens your spirit to a different level that I can't even explain to you. I look forward to the conversations and sometimes it's wow, I, I didn't I didn't I needed that or I, I needed to hear something that I that, that I didn't hear the spirit say me and it was said to another brother that made me give me confirmation about something. And it's always a pleasure to do that. And sometimes you won't get an answer and later on God reveals it to you, he show it to you. But you got it you got a foundation from a brother that told you, Hey, this is the groundwork. 
And then all of a sudden, later on, God reveals the master plan of that groundwork. It's helped me tremendously over the past two years. And it continues to help me because we don't stop growing. We continue to grow. And sometimes, sometimes you feel lackadaisical. Like right now, just came back from vacation. And I had a wonderful time with my family. And, and sometimes out of those vacations, we got to be careful because you, sometimes you feel like you're spir- spiritually relaxed. And this is where the enemy gets happy. He's hot. This boy just got back, got a tan. Look at him. He's looking good. <laughs> yeah. Where's your laziness at? Did you read your word? Did you, did you speak to me? This is the things that we have to be careful with. We, how would I put it? When much is required of you, as you go in your walk, the devil's lurking behind you, ready to attack, and he doesn't sleep. And, uh, and that's something we have to be careful with. Even for me, and even for you, and even anybody, because we're not exempt. <laughs> and especially those that are called, they're really not exempt. But that's what I got, man. It's been a great journey, and it's going to continue to be a great journey as we ventured into this new thing that we're doing now to help the men out there to uh, be better men, be better fathers, brothers, uncles, and bring the fire of God back to the homes with the men. Set their houses on fire. Not literally, of course. Figuratively. (laughs) (laughs) I know, yeah. You got to be very comfortable about what you say these days, man. You you say set someone's house on fire, man, and then someone will be blaming us on... On YouTube, he's like, no, he told us. Yeah, he told us to burn up the guys. No, no, I did not. <laughs> man, it's funny that you say all those things, right? Because that's something that, man, I didn't. I had that in in some ways before I came here. I really had these two brothers, Jamal and Jamal and Stephen. That was really like that, where we talked so much. And and it's about these things and stuff like that. And we talked about this last week, I think, or last time we talked. And But then I see the power of the consistency when I have someone to check up on me. And because a lot of times, one of the things that happens with me is it's not that I forget to check up on people. It's I'm just dealing with myself. Excuse me so much during the week, and I need some time somebody to snap me out of that. When they give me a call, that's what happens. Because a lot of times, I just I go into a lot of self reflection throughout the <laughs> yeah. Just it's it's not necessarily out of a selfishness. It's just yeah, no, definitely. I'm dealing with all right, God. For instance, this is what's going on with me right now, man. And just maybe want to get your thoughts on it. I've got so many things going on right now. I've got the podcast going on. There's another one that I want to launch called the, the Voices in the Fire. And But I believe that one is, I don't know why guys keep telling me just to hold off on. Hold off on. I don't understand it because it's, it's so ready to launch right now. And that one's going to be where we have people telling their testimony, the community around us and stuff like that. But guys, no, I need you to prepare. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I think when this thing starts happening, like a whole new ministry opportunity is going to happen. 
Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have to have me and the people around me prepared because what God's saying to me right now, man, it's just you need to be in, you need to be, you need to have your secret place established. And I'm like, man, Lord, do I have a secret place? Because I go on the walkway path, right? But do I have a place that I can go and retreat to and really get away from the world and the people and just be alone with God? And it's this week I've been, this, this past week or the past two weeks, actually, like everything that's been on my heart has been about how to have this deeper, intimate relationship with Christ. That's more important than the things that I'm doing. Because out of that is going to come um, a greatness in the things that I'm doing, because what I'm doing in secret, right? And I I end up getting, I end up talking to uh, a friend of mine. I I, I haven't been able to talk to this guy. I met him in in Trace Diaz, right? His name is uh, Reen. And so yesterday, the Lord's been like, hey, you need to call this brother, you need to call this brother, you need to call this brother. We put him on my mind for probably probably like the last two months, but I couldn't find my book that I had wrote all my numbers in. Mm. Trace Diaz, right? And I called this guy up and man, you know how like when you just, when you're, when your spirits is manifesting brother and the Lord speaking like directly to you, I can't tell you how many times this happened between us, man, where Mm -hmm. I'll be dealing with something You'll come in, you'll say something. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's exactly the, like, the puzzle piece clicks in. And so I call this brother up. He calls me. We talk. And we're just, like, the things that, you know, where the Lord has been taking both of us, right, as far as our walk and the sincerity of it and the true gospel that needs to be being preached and taught. He's, hey, man, man, I got this 55-acre area out here, and it's just a place of peace, man. He said, you need to come out here and hang out, man, and we can just walk around the mountain and just pray. And I, I, I remember when I came up here, what was so cool about this is that before I came up here, I kept telling everybody, I was like, man, God's calling me to the mountains to walk with him in the mountains. And like I was saying, the greenway for me right now was walking in the mountains, right? And it's really not. It's hills, man. It's hills. Mm-hmm. You know, to be really honest about it. And then now I can see where God has been preparing me for the last year walking on this greenway to be able to walk them out. And now he's given me a place because he's, hey, man, this is your place to come and just rest and, and whatnot, man. So it's in like in Beth Page somewhere. And he's, we can just walk around the mountain, man. You can just be with God. It's just a peaceful place, man. You can come and hang out i'm just like man god you just give me my secret place and i'm so thankful you know what i mean because that's I, I love doing that stuff and i love being out and in those kind of things and then having that like where god was preparing that for me but and preparing me for it because to be really honest i couldn't have been able to walk around that mountain if there is a mountain out there like that there's no way i could have yeah you're right you know? My legs would have been strong enough, like practically speaking, <laughs> my legs and hip and ankle wouldn't have been strong enough. Um, if I needed to really spend time out there, I wouldn't have been able to. And you can see where God just was so intentional all the way up until the moment. And I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you think about that, man? Just as far as like, that experience it's uh 
it's funny you say talk about mountains and stuff like that because how I got to Tennessee is because of a a wrong video being played of my daughter's my first daughter's baby shower was the tape was put in by two girls two girls uh, uh two daughters of the person that threw us the baby shower doing that tape and it was and I was like man I want to go there and God put me out here a month later and then for some odd reasons I am drawn to the mountains as well um, there's been many a times I can tell you that my wife when we go on trips always we always do the historical thing we always look for historical stuff to do in different cities and when we go to Gatlinburg we always go on a hike and let me tell you them hikes I learned a lot from them hikes man that's we actually going up a mountain and and it's been brutal so several, several times man i've even written a uh devotion on one of them called the trillion trail which i'll share with you i think i've shared with you but it's been a while since i shared that one and it's just the fact of going to certain stages in the mountain man it's, it, it 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 reminds me of our of our of my life going to through the rain almost like greeny slimy type of phase of life and then all of a sudden there's a clearing and, and you, you go up another stage of the mountain and then all of a sudden you get to this rocky part where you're just climbing and it's exhausting it's tiring and you want to quit um people fall get hurt and, oh people complaining saying things that we want, don't want to say on the podcast but it's, <laughs> hey, and then all of a sudden it's a brutal two to three and a half miles climbing nonstop. And you're like, man, you can't turn around and go back because it's just, you're already here and you got to finish it. And then you go and you finally reach the top and you feel satisfied You get up there. It's one part that we, we, we went on the trail. This was last year. And, and when we got up there, there was a big opening where we got to where it was the springs falling down from the mountain, clean water and everything. We ended up having a, we were parched anyway, and we had our water bottle. But that was nothing compared to the water that was coming down that mountain, man. We put our cups there, man, and started drinking that water. It was just pure cleanliness, bro. It was just gratifying just to reach there. We were like, man, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Nobody got hurt, even though people were just like, ah, they were over it already because it was, my wife thinks you can, we can do three or four miles. And she doesn't even understand you do three to four miles going, and that's three to four miles going back. So, you need to understand the gravity of that because it's, it's, it ends up being a, an almost an eight mile, eight mile hike. And, and when you're not used to eight mile hikes to many people, that's a challenge, man. And and that's something that uh, you have to take into consideration in our lives. How many eight mile hikes we go on that we don't we're not prepared for in our lives? It's a lot of those, man. And then we we get to that certain point, and it's like gratifying. Oh, dang, I had to go back down. But sometimes the going back down is a little bit better, but it's just a time consuming thing. It's, oh, where are we gonna get there? When are we getting back to the car, man? I'm tired. I'm hungry. During that time, you spiritually move Christ in you, man. You start seeing the things that, that God is trying to show you on this journey. And that's what I look for, is what, what, what Christ is trying to show me on the journey, going and coming. And I learned a lot from those. And then uh, a, a, a 
place of secret place, man, for those that are listening out there from brother to brother, man. It's for some of us is going to the mountains. For some of us is just walking down the street. For some of us, it's just going into your closet, man. It's just spending that time with God, man. It can be anywhere. It's anywhere that you're not going to be interrupted and bothered. This uninterruption with you and your daddy God. And, uh, and that that cannot be taken out. And that's so important. Like, just by talking about that, I haven't done it enough myself. And that's just being honest. I, and, and the more consistency, the way we do, the way we call each other, right? That has to be consistent as well, because when you start matching that up with spending that time, and I'm saying for us, I would say it needs to be every day, especially the places that we're going it needs to be every day. And I know for you, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't a, a, a possibility for you to be driving out to Bethpage every day. You got to find that secret place nearby. And and that's important because where we're going as far as what God is trying to do in our lives with this, with the podcast and helping the brothers that are listening to this podcast, we got to make sure that we're, we're in touch with our daddy every day and not just in touch and say walking and stuff like that. No, we got to spend whatever time that he has us in, in our closets uh, or in our secret place. That's where we need to be. And at the same time, checking up on each other and sharpening each other, because that's important as well. That's my say on that. And that's for me to do as well. For those that are listening out there, I'm not exempt. Patrick is not exempt. You're not exempt. Yeah. That, I've been noticing just the significance and the importance of that, that, that time. And I'm not going to lie this morning. I tried to get up at four o'clock this morning and I, the Lord woke me up at three forty-five, and and this is the biggest struggle that I have with that secret place. He woke me up at 3.45, and I was like, oh, man, I get to get up and be with God. And I shut my eyes for just another second, man. Just shut my eyes. Then it was 4.30. I'm like, and I was like, hey. I'm like, whoa, what time is it? It was like 4.30. It was a bleak. And my time with God was gone. And then and then, then I was getting ready to go and do my thing again. And then that was just like. Um, now it's that time where when four th- about 4.45 to 5 o'clock hits, that's my time to be getting ready for the podcast and, and mm-hmm. this podcast. And so that secret time is gone. And, <laughs> and just how intentional that you have to be with that time. Because to be honest, man, I felt the day and I feel it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel it, man. Because it's just, I was so excited to get up and do that thing. And that one blink cost me that that time so i know there's no condemnation in it or whatever it's like but i want that time so much more now because i just don't want to be the same man tomorrow that i was today yeah i see the same failure struggling with the same failures the same temptations or the same thing i want to be able to give that get that strength to be able to live because it's like this, brother. It's like this, man. I can see this man that God wants me to be. Like I can see him. And it's and I want to get to that place where I get to finally go and shake that man's hand. And be like, okay. Because I know once I shake his hand, there's gonna be this other man that God wants me to be. And it's these things that I know that it's just this continual basis. And 
But I've been learning that um, if I don't have that prayer time, that reading time, I I look over and it's the same man that I was the day before. And that can be, that to, that to me right now in my life, for whatever reason, has become a very disappointing thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when I wake up the next morning, and, it's, and I guess you want to say in your mind's eye, you look over, you, you go and brush your teeth, it's the same man. Yeah. And you're like, man, like, what did I do with my yesterday? Yeah. I feel you on that, man. I, I sometimes feel like that as well. And this is... I want to say this. We... I know you... I speak for me, and, I, and, and somewhere I speak for you. We tend to beat ourselves a lot up on making... Trying to make sure that we're not the same man we was today, yesterday. I, I feel the same way with you on that. And... To a lighter part, God wants us to grow and we have to make a little bit more sacrifices in our lives and be more accountable to each other. Um, I just feel this strongly in the spirit. I think this week, starting today, we need to spend at least 20 minutes in our closet somewhere and call each other on it mm. because that's going to hold us accountable. And if you didn't do it, I'd be like, yo, I love you. But don't be a knucklehead. We got to do this because where God wants to put us in, we can't get there. We can't get to the We can't get to the top of the mountain if we're not going to do the basic work. We know the contingency of the work, but the basic work that other brothers out there are struggling to do, we shouldn't be struggling to do it. You get what I'm saying? And so if we want to get to that area, then we got to go to that area and stop talking about it and start doing it. Let's unwind ourselves from the things that are stopping us from getting there. For me, it's family time. It's time. For you, it's time, but a lot of abundance of the things that are going on in your life that you're trying to juggle. God says, let me do the juggling. Do one thing at a time and everything will work itself out, but you have to put yourself in my presence. You know, what I heard profoundly yesterday, which was such a great thing, and I was being deacon of the day at church yesterday. And one thing that I heard out of the message that really stuck out is that we try to hold God's hand. What Eric was saying yesterday, our grip is not strong enough. We got to let daddy's hand, let him grab our hand. This is how we get pulled out of the pit. When we reach up and let him grab our hands and we hold on to it as he's grabbing our hands, he has a tighter grip than we do. And he pulls us out. We have to make sure that we get pulled into our closets, into our quiet places, into our places of refuge where he is at. So like that, we make that time and let us lavish on him as he's, his spirit overwhelms us on what he wants to do. And if we're keeping each other accountable and calling each other and say, hey, did you go into your thing today? Because what I'm going to ask you is, is I'm going to ask you, what did he say? What did the spirit say to you? How did it make you feel? And then somehow, some way, you got to have an answer for that. 
He's just going to let me know. Or I'll just ask you straight up, did you go? <laughs> because that's one thing I can remember with Dave Sherman when he was alive. God rest his soul because he's in heaven. He would always ask, did you, did you do your quiet time? And you, he would know right away just by the expression in your face. <laughs> yeah. He would know right away. That's so important, man. Quiet time, spending time with God, whether it's 5, 20 to an hour, it doesn't matter. The more consistency that you have in that time with him is the same consistency that we have as brothers calling each other, edify each other. When you have both of those going on, there's a lot that God can do in the spare time that you think you don't have. He starts managing that time for you and you start realizing things are now starting to come together. Maybe the fact of the matter is that the voice of the fire hasn't started because you've got too much going on right now. He's telling you, hey, you want not be the person that you was yesterday, today? Then you need to spend more time with me. Oh, God, I am. No, you're not. Because <laughs> if you were, you wouldn't be going through all these things in your mind right now. Because I'm clarity. I'm not confusion. I'm peace. I'm joy. And trust me, you won't be the same man you was yesterday, today, because you'll feel it. You wouldn't be questioning it the next day. I realized yesterday, thinking the same way that you were thinking, I'm like, man, I had a last one. And I had a great Monday, great Tuesday, and Wednesday was like, ah. Thursday was like, ah, I was chilling out, just relaxing. Maybe spoke to my daddy once. It's not acceptable. And I'm like, oh, forgive me. Going to church yesterday, feeling a little bit revived, but I'm exhausted and tired because of the sun. Florida sun is can be pounding oh, on that you. That's brutal, man. Yeah, it's very brutal. <laughs> and I'm looking around, greeting everybody, and then a brother comes up to me and goes, man, such and such brother looks up to you, man, and, and when I look at you, man, I can see the Spirit of God all over you, man. Praise God for you, man. He says, I'm not trying to lift you up, man. I'm lifting God that's in you. And I'm like, look at him. I'm like, man, thank you. And he didn't realize how much I needed that. It's things like that. I look at him like, wow, even in my failure, even in my failure, God still sees me righteous because other people see that. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Brother, about that, I think a lot of times, and just to even like really reiterate on that, I think, too, a lot of times, too, because we have the tendency to beat ourselves up in that self-condemnation, that's the devil's playground, is it's a constantly make you feel like Man, you're the same that you were. You didn't change nothing. Nothing happened. And not understanding that God is bringing us to this process of regeneration, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so cool when God leaves you those signposts, you know what I mean? Where he's this way or he'll be like, you know, man, this is the truth of how what's going on in your life. Because mm -hmm. you know how you don't, we never noticed. Can you really remember yourself really growing up? Really think about it. Do you remember going from there. a baby <laughs> looking in the mirror and being this or whatever? We don't see that process. Mm -hmm. I can look in the mirror now and know I got older. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not a teenager anymore, all that kind of stuff. But I don't remember that process really of the day by day where I grew. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or my face changed or I got more muscle or I got bigger or got fatter or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to speak that over myself, but just... <laughs> You don't see this process, right? 
it doesn't mean it's not happening mm-hmm. because every day you're growing and you're changing and and different things like that. Just naturally, you're doing this. And if I, I believe if you're seeking God and you're going to that right place, man, like sometimes the devil just tries to get you to, because when you're saying that, I, just, I do feel that way. But then this past weekend, one of the coolest things happened. I was sitting there and, and I'm just like, man, Lord, I just, I need this breakthrough. I'm looking for this breakthrough thing to happen in my life, right? Where I, where it just, my life takes off, right? And I can just move forward, man, in, in the ways that I want to move forward, right? And I'm like, man, Lord, why is this not happening, man? Man, we're going, we're two years now. What is the deal? What is the deal? And I'm always getting caught in this place, right? And for me, it does, sometimes it doesn't feel like all this growth is happening. It just, I feel like I know these amazing miracles and things happen in my life, but the growth part sometimes just seems like it's not happening because I'm looking at this material thing. And I'm like, man, God, man, am I walking in my purpose? God, what is my purpose, man? I know I got this podcast going on. Lord, just, you're asking me to just hold off on the, the missing voice, not the missing voices, the voice in the fire thing. I really want to get that started, but Lord, why are you just like holding it up right now? Yeah. Use me. Um, and, and right when I'm feeling this way and I'm just like, Lord, I just need this breakthrough. Um, I had some friends of mine, the names are Aaron and Colton, and they send me this video with these three pastors, I can't remember their name. I can't remember the pastor's name. It's I think it's one is like Pastor Vlad, this other guy Signorelli or something like mm-hmm. that, and someone else. I can't remember the the other name, but they're they're it was amazing. And it's talking about how to get your breakthrough, right? And so they're talking and they're talking about the secret place and they're talking about those things and they're talking about like all those things that you did in secret, right? Is what God brings forth into the light. And so I'm I'm going to my brother's house or getting ready to go to my brother's house and feed the dogs and stuff like that because uh, I was dog sitting. And and I, I went to McDonald's to get something to eat and I'm sitting here listening to it because I wasn't going to listen to it that day. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And the Holy Spirit was like, no, just you need to go ahead and just turn this on, man. Because it was uncanny because I was struggling this weekend also, just like uh-huh. secretly just like at that moment like lust was, lust was at the edge of everything you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it was at the edge of everything and i could feel it coming because it was just i, I don't even know where it came from but it was just coming in this arena and that thing came on and then i was just like and it was just like the strengthening thing and then i was just i text back i was like man i'm in tears right now because it was just right thing right time i hadn't gotten halfway through it and so they called me up and they were just talking and they were just like, Patrick, I don't think you understand like all the people's lives that you are like you like that are affected by the things that you because you're walking in your purpose. Like you, she said, maybe your purpose is just the way you walk with God right now. And and just you just the things that you're doing naturally right now, like a lot of times we're looking for this big thing that's happening, but God's already doing the big thing. That's right. And 
I was, and at that very moment she's talking about it, the Lord just flooded all these images of all these people that I'm running into and we're talking and having these conversations. And you can see the Holy Spirit impacting their lives and the things that we're talking about and the relationships being made and this deeper walks that are coming out of these relationships or these chance moments, not for just even them. Sometimes when I'm talking to somebody about the gospel or whatever, my spirit is being regenerated because uh-huh. like, what's in my heart is being spoken and what's being spoken is being is changing my mind even more and reaffirming the goodness of the gospel that's already in me. And then uh-huh. it just keeps this cyclical effect that keeps growing. And so and I, I didn't realize, because you're just going about your thing. I'm not looking for no kudos or anything like that. I'm just going about my life and just trying to be obedient to what God's word is, but not realizing that the Lord is using me to really impact so many people. And, and that's the purpose, mm-hmm. the sharing of the gospel and those kind of things. And when the Lord was just like, he just gave me that brief moment of just, ah, oh, okay, but you're not the same. You're not, you might see it this way. But let me, you stop telling yourself who you are and let me tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that was, and that was a thing. Cause, and, and that's where I was leading to about when you're looking at yourself and you're like, man, I'm not changing this. We got to be very careful. But there's, it's, it's like stages to this thing, right? If you're not walking with God and you're not getting into your word, you're not doing these different things and you're not seeking his face, then yeah, you are going to be the same person. Mm-hmm. But then what also happens is this other caveat that happens is that when you are praying and reading and you are doing those different types of things, what's the first thing the devil's going to do is come and try to, because the one thing he has to do is to separate his children, separate God's children from their identity. Yes. And so that's the first thing he comes after. Mm-hmm. And so you will wake up in the mornings, man, Lord, I didn't do enough. I didn't do this. And the Lord just, no, just walk with me. You can't do any enough anyway, knucklehead. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Saying, we're steadily grasping at God's hand. And God's, my hand is the one that actually you fit into, man. Mm-hmm. Everything about you fits in my hand. So why are you trying crazy. to grab my yep. hand? Just lay in it, bro. All you got to do is just lay in my hand. I got you. I'm going to hold you up. And that's mm-hmm. what he says. You know, he even says that he covers you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, like, it's like a closed hand, and, like, everything in that hand is protected. And when you think about the greatness of that and the security in that, is that he's the one that picks us up, covers us, puts us down. Or he didn't even put us down. He's just constantly covering us through that time. And we just don't, we don't realize it so much because we're thinking we're doing the grabbing and that was a big thing that he said yesterday also that that really stuck to my heart i just didn't you brought it up to mine i was like yeah that was actually really good Uh (laughs) like because i it it readjusted even how i've been walking on the path you remember how i was telling you i pretend like i'm walking with with my hand and daddy god's hand or whatever Mm-hmm. And I'm just like this kid, and it's just maybe now God's trying to, in that period, that's what I needed to see. But now he needs me to see that how much he's he has a grip. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not me holding my daddy God's hand, it's him holding mine. Yes. All I do is just reach up. It's a big difference. And, uh, even right now, that's like really affecting 
my mm-hmm. my mind right now. And just this morning, I didn't I, I didn't do that. But then, like in this whole conversation, and this whole thing that we're having, your daddy guys just reaching down and say, "Okay, Pat, hey man, I know you're tired, man. You don't think I know that? You don't think I know that?" Yes. And you're over here beating yourself up because you blinked and then the time went away. He said, but I'm holding your hand. Let's make another time today. I'm always with you. So be intentional about your next times, okay? So you missed that time, but don't let's make it up. Mm-hmm. Because you think about it with your wife and your ex. Just as humans, you, you sometimes you just can't make the date. <laughs> you just can't. Yeah. And you feel bad, you feel terrible, you feel horrible. Life happens. And in humans, we get upset with each other and there's that unforgiveness mm-hmm. and that separation. Because you know how sometimes just, I'm mad. And they like, when they're trying to touch you and be like, I'm sorry, baby. And they're doing yeah, all that crazy yeah. mess, you know, <laughs> doing all that drama, man. I wouldn't yeah. say that. I wouldn't say that drama. I, I don't want to say that. I would say you're just dealing with the emotions of, of your yeah, woman. It's not fun. Not fun at <laughs> it's all. It's not. It's not. Because <laughs> you're just like, well, I couldn't help it, man. Just give me a break. Mm-hmm. And but just yeah. our God doesn't act like that at all, man. Mm-hmm. He's just he's, come on, he's got the next time. Yeah. And there's none of that that none of that feeling of separation or feeling of what's that thing? What I was saying, there's no separation, there's no feeling of condemnation in him and in that. And yeah, you know how you just your wife makes you feel bad, your girl makes you feel bad. Yeah, I just happened with Aya the other day. She I we were supposed to do some kind of movie date thing or hang out, whatever, and just like time that stuff. And it wasn't even half of it was actually even my fault. It was like her scheduling. And she every time she you owe me a date. And like every time I turn around, you owe me a date. You owe me a date. So I'm just like, bro, I already feel bad that we didn't do it. You don't have to keep just like grinding in there. Like, you know? Dang, I got 10 days to make up. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, I'm just like, man, like in my mind, I'm thinking this. And it, not, in a, not in a bad way, it's funny. It was more of a joking thing between us, but it was still like, you're feeling that, that you could tell in her, it was like this thing, like you missed it. Like that time that we had, you missed it. And like, you could feel it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And part of that is natural because I want to be with her, right? Right. And the other part is just part of how just her nature makes me feel. God's mm-hmm. nature doesn't do that, which is the thing that's so cool. Yeah. It's so different than us humans. God's nature is, I'm waiting for you. I'm just waiting for you to have that time, man. I'm always here. Yeah, that's, that's so that's cool. cool. Do you think about that? Think about that for a second. He doesn't have those emotions. His emotions, I, I love you always. Dude, yeah. even he's jacked up, dude. He's, I love you. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm so hurt right now, but I love you. Dang. It's not like that with everybody else, man, because everybody, they have feelings. God's feelings is the same. He, 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 you, your sons and daughters, right? Those that are called to him, those that are walking in his path, right? He loves you. He loved you even when you were walking in this path. He sends his son to die for you. That's how much he loved you. So his emotion is the same. Now, if you walk and depart from him, <laughs> then that emotion turns to anger. <laughs> you don't want to be on that anger side at all because ain't nothing going to be right for you. But just that I just wanted to point out that you said my life 
hasn't taken off. I beg to differ. Your life has taken off. It's not the way you expect it to take off. What you're looking for will come, but it's taken off because you're not the same man you were two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Because you're doing so much, you don't even realize what you're doing because the spirit is doing it in you. And that's when we tend to forget. We're like, yeah, I don't have time to do this. Man. And then all of a sudden, you have somebody like yesterday or some brother and sister send you a message and, say, and then let you know, hey, what are you talking about? Just by you speaking to people and, and how you walk in your life in Christ and it's changing people's lives. That's the whole thing. That's what we're here for. What else are we here for? Yeah, God's going to do all these other things and open these doors that, that we're looking for and open those doors that you need in order to expand and get you out by yourself and to do your things, bring your girl from Singapore and do all these other things. But God is preparing that walk for you, that, that climb of that mountain to lay that foundation strong so like that, those things are going to happen. We are taking off in God. We don't seem to realize that. But God's the same today, yesterday, and forever, right? Yeah. We're the ones that are changing. So <clears throat> we got to realize that we are changing because people are seeing that. Not by our confession, not by our own will, by other people watching and seeing that. And when you hear those confirmations from people saying, man, this Dude, man, God is doing it. And you're like, it throws you off. It's like, Damn, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> I'm thinking, I know I can do more. Let's get that out of the way. Yes, we can do more in Christ. And the more we do that, we can shake that man's hand, like you just said, and go to the next level, to that next degree that God is getting us to, right? Because we're going from one degree to another. Sometimes our feelings are not in the right place. And we got to check that. We got to check that and let God dictate our feelings on that and love and realize that we are taking off, not the way that we expect to take off, but we have to continue to do that groundwork that God has laid before us to do. He's very patient with us, but at the same time, he's like, all right, you want things to flourish. You want things to explode in certain areas and certain things. Then you got to put that more time in because great Prophets, great evangelists, the walk that they go into, as, you, as we spoke before, you said, what you walk into can cost you your life. Those men spend hours and hours, countless hours in the closet with the, with the Father. There's a difference. Yeah, that's that right there is where I believe that God is wanting me to be at right now. But one of us, the people. So it's not even just me. It's the people that God's calling me to even be with is to, number one, for me to be in that place and then to take other peoples to the to that level where we're spending hours in prayer and, uh, and fasting and, and stuff like that. I'm, I'm doing this intermittent fasting app thing, right? And it's, it's to lose some weight and stuff like that. And Lord was just like, why don't you just be a little bit more intentional in that time where the, your fasting times start? You just, th those are the times with me. He said, why don't you just be intentional about it? I'm like, I'm giving you a blueprint. You're looking at this app, I'm going to lose weight. 
it's, it's, maybe the app wasn't for that. Maybe it was this time where I want to get you into this place, right? Where, where you're constantly in this place of fasting. If you're already going to be doing it, why not do it for me? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, like I, I'm like, that literally happened. And I looked at my app this morning, right before we came here, because I'm like, you know how you look at that thing? You're like, I got six more hours. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, and, um, and he was like, but man, you could be so much more intentional and you could get so much more out of this. And put, put had my word in your heart, put these things in, in your heart and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh man, this could be a, a game changer. And that's one thing. He's like, you need to be fasting more. You need to be praying more. And and letting go of different things, man. Like, I'm going to be cleaning up my stuff today a little bit, a lot more today. Get rid of some of this clutter. And taking my TV back out of the stinking room, man. I think keep trying to do it. I keep trying to do it. And I forget. And the Lord's just like, I need you to give this to me. You know, then the next thing is I'm going to be going to a more minimalist phone, like a flip phone that you don't have no internet access to. Mm. And those kind of things, I just think that's just a very needed thing in my life right now. I can keep this phone right here for to be able to do media stuff and things I need to do with the podcast because it's very powerful to do these kind of things. It's a Mm -hmm. good tool, but I can't have it in my day-to-day, part of my day-to-day routine. Because you have to understand your addictions and your different things. And it's just so crazy. This is what happened this morning also. I woke up to do my 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 time. And then I'm looking at, I looked at my phone because I was waking up and I was on the phone. And I talked to her about some stuff that was going on. And then the next thing that happened, I went to go do something and then something catches your eye. The next thing you hit it and you scroll, you scroll, and now 10 minutes then went by. 10 vital minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and if that's the one, we can get more cash. We can get, we can have more children. We can, there's all these other things that we can do more of and get more of. But the one currency that is the most valuable in this life is, is time. And we use it so frivolously. Yes. Yes. I agree. You know what I mean? We just got, it's like we got one of those cash things that you just shoot the money out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The little cash, the little dollar guns. And you just, <laughs> it's like, it's exactly like that, man. You have the dollar gun and you just like, just mm-hmm. shoot the money out everywhere. And it's just, and the older you get, the less money you get in that machine. And the thing is, you're not even you're not even guaranteed like a full machine's worth, a full life worth of time. No. And and then when you see those people that are so efficient with their lives and and they just do so much and great things because they understand those that that little thing right there. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of what God's bringing us into is in that discipline with that secret time. And not just secret time, it's just the time that we spend with him mm-hmm. is 
it increases the value. So instead of $1 bills that you're putting into this thing, you get to put hundreds and thousands and two thousands. There's not a $2,000 bill. There's a thousand dollar bill. Yeah. I don't know about 2000. Yeah. Ones, tens, hundreds, thousands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. I was yeah. like, $2,000. I was like, I don't think that's correct. <laughs> but, and instead of putting it into that little gun machine, you get to put it into to the bank mm-hmm. and accrues interest and it compound interest for yourself, whatever you do, and it accrues interest and starts to double your investments and different things like that. And and that's the way God wants us to use our time to, to increase the value of it and then put mm-hmm. it into the bank. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is just speaking to me right now. So this is why I'm requiring you to go here. He said, because like all the things that you're doing in ministry, it's, it's not about that flashy gun thing. It's about what's being invested in the quality of investment. Hmm. We keep putting in pennies. <laughs> God is like, dude, you ain't going to get nothing with all these pennies, man. <laughs> you gotta deposit these dollars and ten dollars and these five dollars and these twenties and start banking on those hundreds and all of a sudden you got thousands coming in we, we time is such a wasted thing during our time right now and we're not like i said earlier we're not exempt from it either man we gotta manage that time correctly i know for me that's that's one of my things is time and Everybody says, there's not enough time in a day. Yes, there is. God made 24 hours in a day. It's up to you to decide how you use that time. And uh, we got you either choose it for him or you choose it for your own selfish needs. Because that's what it's, that is, that's the bottom line. That's th- Those are the two halves. You either do it for him or you're doing it for you. If you're doing it for you, it's selfish, right? If you're doing it for him, you're doing it for the right things. Because when you do it for him, then everything else starts coming in order. I have to say that it ain't going to be peachy because it's never going to be peachy when you're walking in Christ. That's just a given. But the fact is that you're going to have joy in the morning every day. I woke up this morning, bro, with a headache. It's like, man, I'm going to do this podcast. I'm tired. Like, man, it's resting. And I was like, you fool, I'm getting you up at five before the alarm is back. I lay back down. You fool, you're getting up at 15. You fool, you're going to get up right now. I'm like, okay, Lord. Just turn off the alarm because it's about to go off. I turn off the alarm as soon as it went on. I'm like, all right, I got up. I'm walking around with a headache. I'm just not feeling it, man, because I'm just tired. But that is the sacrifice, man. Because even when you don't feel it and you do it, God is in the midst of it. God's going to honor that. Because you're fighting against your flesh right now. Mm. You're fighting against that time. I'm not putting that time instead of saying, oh, oh my God, I can text my brothers. Like, oh, I'm not feeling it today. All right. I love you, man. I'll just take care of it. And you get your two hours of sleep for a while to have a jacked up day because you didn't get up and do what you were supposed to do. Mm. So you want to realize, man, there's a consequence for that. You know what I'm saying? If I had decided two hours of sleep was better than getting on this podcast this morning, I guarantee I would have had a horrible day. But now I have a blessed day, right? I got a verse here, man. 
Proverbs 24, 5. It says here, a wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength. For by wise counsel, you will wage your war. And in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. You understand that? <laughs> wise men, their knowledge increases their strength. All right? Wise counsel, if you're doing your own counseling, you're in trouble. But remember this, every day there's a war. We're going to go through wars every day. But if you have a multitude of counselors, who's the multitude? God in the closet. My brothers that I'm talking to, this is critical. This is sharpening each other right now as we're doing it on this podcast. We go into our closet here today at some point. We're getting counsel from our heavenly father. We're getting counsel from, from our spiritual brothers. Builds so much wisdom and knowledge that creates safety. Safety from what? The roaring lion that tries to kill, seek, and destroy us, right? Yeah. This is what this is the nucleus of what we have that we have to continue to do every day. And if we're not doing it, we're not getting any wisdom. There's no knowledge coming in. There's no counseling. We're just dried up fish on the dead on on, on the dry land, just on the shore, just drying up. Dried up fish, huh? Dried up fish. <laughs> That's exactly what you are, dried up fish. <laughs> uh, you know, like when people say things. And you get those pictures in your head. Yes. <laughs> just, yeah. that's, that's quite the description yeah, right there, man. Sitting there looking for water. <laughs> I'm looking up this one verse, man, because I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm going to make sure I get this right. And it's about the grace that he gives us every day. <clears throat> when you said that when you said that now when we're talking about this investment the thing is that the thing is that we don't even make the investment God makes the investment for us he wakes us up gives us the next 24 hours he goes here's I'm putting this money into the bank for you I've given you the talents that you need right I've given you all these things then he gives you he gives us grace and it talks about lamentations. Your his grace is new every morning. Oh, and then let's see. Then he talks about my grace is sufficient for you. Her power is perfected in the weakness. And another one is let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace in time of need. So the thing is that he's always investing this grace into us. This it's always there. And it's enough for each and every single day. And it's what we do with that grace 
that actually increases the return. And it's not even it's not even that. It's just out of the goodness of his heart that he's doing this for us because we're his children. And so it's just like a it's just like a father that constantly puts money aside for his kids, right? And so when they get older, they have this. They're able when they turn turn eighteen or twenty one or whatever, um, twenty five. Let's say twenty five. That's usually mm-hmm. when kids are not so dumb. And it's about twenty five, <laughs> they have a plan now and the ability to go and get that house and that foundation, or do to if they want to start a business, whatever they have something. Because you yeah. prepared for it for all this time, you kept investing and putting this little bit of money and putting this little. Mm-hmm. But God's is so much more infinite than that. Like he, when we're talking about that time, every day he gives us that time, and he goes, "Here's 24 hours, the greatest currency in the universe, to go do something and go do something with it." And man, I just got man, that changed a lot for me just even now because I, I didn't, I never saw it that way until mm-hmm. just now. Mm-hmm. Like he's constantly investing in me. Mm-hmm. Every day he goes, "Here's 24 hours, son. What are you gonna put in the bank? What are you gonna do with this money? What are you gonna do with this currency? What are you gonna deposit? <laughs> what are you gonna yeah. deposit today?" I can give you, and, and man, that takes the whole parable of the, the talents to a whole other level for me right now. Mm-hmm. That purple yeah. talent. And it's just when you talk about that one, that one he gave and he hit it. And that's when we're on our Xbox and our TV and everything else. And we, we hide that, all that currency that he's giving us. And then I'm going to actually, we're going to actually have to go over that and do a proper exegesis of that whole thing about the talents. But I can just see it in my mind. The Lord's giving me under, like a, a different understanding of how to, what, what he's like part of what he's saying in that, but just, then you have that one, he gives 10, he gives a, a thousand, 10,000, whatever. And the thing is, is in his, he had three different servants with, at three different levels, but he made the same investment in them. It was all the same investment. And, but what they did with it is what actually really mattered, what they did with that investment. Yeah, he might have gave this one so much more and had this big in this, he had a bigger return, but they all had the same time period. They all had the same time period. And that was the investment. Here's what I'm gonna give you. And then here's the time I'm gonna give you to do it in. And that was the investment. Oh man. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. How can I pray for you today, brother? Like, can I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna actually go and and that's a whole other thing, man. That I'm gonna be writing out today. I think and just studying a little bit more, and that's gonna be my secret time stuff with God, man. I think today. Yeah, that's a good one. Invest that time. Everybody got the same time, but what did they invest? They, they invest in anything, or they just didn't do anything with it. So that's a good one. Yeah. That is all right, man. This is why I love talking to you, brother. That was the point of all this. This is why I love talking to you, brother, because man, just even in this time right now, man, there was a lot of lifting up and just mind rearranging. And when you're speaking, you can hear the Lord, you can see the Lord changing your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then and, and all that different types of stuff, man. And man, I, I as always, man, I enjoy the time 
that we spend together, brother. And and just when I have my brothers and we can talk, man, I I love spending this time with you when we're talking about who God is. And we need to do more of this with our friends, with our family, with our sons and our daughters, with our wives. We need to have more of these, more times like this that we are doing. And then especially between us and God. Yeah. Imagine the conversations we can have with them when we are very intentional. Because right. while we're having a conversation with each other, we're we're having conversations with God at the same time. Yes. And you can and, and you got to, we all got to experience it today. My mm-hmm. mind's being changed, the gospels are changing my That's heart, right. the Holy Spirit changing my heart and That's speaking right. through my brother, speaking through my my own words, and mm-hmm. then the, you hear his word and his words like did you think about this? Oh man, I didn't. You know what I mean? It's so cool, Lord. Just, just you, you, you know, it's crazy because if you think about it, his word doesn't come back to him void. It's the same way with his, with his investment, it doesn't come back to him void. Doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Because <laughs> you know, when you think about it, it can't. If he's the God of time, created time, all those different types of things, right? If he's that, mm-hmm. he is time. And it's never this thing that's a wasted investment for him. That's right. It's up to us to use whatever he invested into us to, to for us to actually be able to. It's just you have a rich guy. He gets one son a million dollars. He gets another son. He gets he has two sons. He gets one million. He gets another million. And the other one goes and he just spends his money. Prodigal son story. He spends his money. Does all those different things. He has the other one that actually invests. Parable of talents both of these things together you got two different results this other one becomes a, a billionaire because of the million dollar investment mm-hmm. the other son he lives in the shack and he didn't spend all his money up and has a car he did the same thing he didn't if he's the one that prints the money and has all the capital behind it mm-hmm. like he didn't lose anything it was the sons that lost out he could have they both could have been billionaires they both could have been this thing but it was the choices yes and so we got to own those things and stuff like that. Yeah. Brother, let's pray. Let's pray it out, man. And 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 for the men, we're going to show you guys how we pray together. You guys know it's just it's very simple. But for those that you, you don't understand the brotherhood portion of things and you haven't had a brother, this is the, the process, man. We always pray it out before we leave because, again, you're not promised tomorrow. That's right. Um, and... I've been there where I wish I could have prayed for a brother and now I can't. And I'll never have that opportunity again. Man, something was to happen, not even speaking that over you, but if if something was to happen to you and these are the last memories that I have, man, how much of a blessing that is. Yeah. As opposed to, I didn't, I ignored my brother. I didn't spend time with him or I took these different things for granted or I gave you bad advice out of the flesh or something like that. When the end comes to things, it's a final thing. Mm-hmm. And so you want to be invested. You want to be investing in reality. And so where you can pray for me, man, today. I got another podcast coming up here in a minute, in a couple of hours, but an hour and a half, two hours. <laughs> my prayer right now for me is. The immediate obedience discipline to have immediate obedience 
That's I'll take that one too for me. <laughs> All right. Fair enough, man. Let's trade out. Take out. Trade out. Daddy Father, I just thank you for this particular podcast, Lord, and, and just being able to actually have a just a a conversation with my brother today. And Lord, just the things that were being revealed and being able to just talk about you today, Lord. Today, Lord, mm-hmm. just was I actually needed this, this more than just the, the lesson of the day, Lord, because just been thinking about so much about just how to walk with you and how to be with you. And but it's one of those things that we can think about it all day long, but it's until we put it into real true action. And Lord, I've been put into action, Lord, but I want to be cons- like so much more consistent, Lord, and yes. and more sure in that in that connection with you. And Lord, in yes. the end, it not become a habit, Lord, but it become a way of life. Yes. That's really what I, my heart desires, Lord. It's just how how that not just to change the action, Lord, but how does my life become this place how does my life become the secret place that's what i'm actually searching for how does my life become the secret place with you and not just a moment of going to the secret place but it is the secret place how do i do that and lord teach me that lord and teach my brother that lord and the men in this air and the men that's listening that's going to be a part of that lord teach us how to have lives that are the secret place um with you, and that's how we're always operating and thinking and living and breathing that word. And because I just wonder what kind of man I could be if that was the case. Um, but I pray that you just lift my brother up this week, Lord, as he's going through the things that he's going through, Lord. I thank you. I pray for all the men, Lord, that are struggling, Lord, with addictions and anxieties and depressions, Lord, and all these things, Lord, that seem so dark and they're not, they feel like they're not being able to be delivered out of, Lord, that are going through the forces and relationship issues, Lord, or just suffering through bouts of anger and frustration. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you just, you let them go run to you, Lord, in a way that they never had before, Lord. So, Lord, it's, it's hard to be in this place of anger, Lord, when you're in a place of trust in you. It's hard to be, Lord, in a place of lust, Lord, when we're saying we are the righteousness of God in Christ, Lord. Lord, it's hard to be in a place, Lord, of depression, Lord, when you say the joy of the Lord is my strength. Lord, just let us fall back, Lord, into our identity with you and in your word and your promises in those words, Lord, that Lord, it just can't be broken. They can't be broken. They can't be reversed, Lord. It is what it is, Lord, and we just need to go to that source and, Lord, have it hidden in our words. One of the things, Lord, that one of the young men read last night, Lord, that Lord, there's no condemnation, but when we know the word of the Lord. I had never heard that verse before until he read it. And Lord, and that's the truth of it, Lord. We until we hide your word and we know what your word says, Lord, your word is what actually lets us know the truth of your heart. And Lord, and the Holy Spirit, Lord, was the thing that has is who teaches that to us, Lord. And let us be in that place, Lord, where that is the case. Lord, there's no condemnation, Lord. We can't know those things, Lord. We can't know, Lord, the things that we say to ourselves are not true until we know what your word says about ourselves. And so thank you for your word. Help us to go to it. Help us to run to it, Lord, so we can know more and more about about who it is that you say that we are. 
I thank you for this time, Lord. In your name I pray. Lord, Father God, we just thank you for your magnificent presence in this podcast today, Lord. You men woke up this morning tired, wondering when you want to get on it. And we, just, we just thank you, Lord, that that obedience, Lord, Father God, leads to a, a spiritual moving of those that are listening to the podcast. I thank you, Lord, that men that listen to this today, Lord, will be touched on how brothers interact with each other and, and sharpen each other, Lord, Father God, because that's the true nature of it, Lord. Let us be intentional, Lord Father God, of what we spoke of today, Lord Father God, as your spirit is in, the, in this session and all about us right now, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that the obedience between my brother Patrick and I, that we take it to heart, Lord Father God, and, and walk in our daily lives as the secret place, Lord Father God. As he said, Lord Father God, let it be a life-changing, a life-altering, and a life-moving thing that we do every day, not just a habit, Lord. I pray this for my brother, Lord Father God, starting today, Lord Father. We don't waste no time in this, Lord Father God, because the places that you have us to walk in, Lord Father God, <laughs> have so many different terrains on the mountain, Lord Father God, that we have to be prepared for. And if we're not prepared, Lord Father God, we're going to fall off that mountain. So I pray, Lord Father God, as we lift you up this morning, Lord Father God, you give us the strength that we already have in you, Lord Father God, to continue to move forward, Lord Father God, and not be steered to the left or to the right, but straight to you, Lord Father God, on that narrow path that you got us on, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for your word and your provision in us, Lord Father God, and, and I just pray, Lord, bless me for my brother, Lord, and, and I pray, Lord, that the 24 hours in a day, Lord Father God, that he sees fit, Lord Father God, to find that time with you, Lord. And not only that, Lord Father God, but to find time, Lord Father God, as well, to slow some things down, Lord Father God. You don't, you're not a God of confusion, Lord. And you're not, you're a God of order. And you're a God that put things in perspective, Lord Father God. And I know sometimes we're the ones that muck it up sometimes, Lord, with all the things that will happen because there's so much to be done. But only one person can do one thing at a time, Lord Father God. And I pray, Lord, to, for, my, for my brother's mind, Lord, that you, you would put in things in order, Lord. And as I said to him before, Lord Father God, sometimes other brothers that need re be reached will be reached. And those that don't, cannot be reached at this precise time will not be reached, Lord Father God. Uh, I just pray, Lord Father God, let his yes be yes and his no be no, Lord Father God. That he manage this time for himself, Lord Father God. To have that little time that, that you do give us, but to, to, for the rest of the time, Lord Father God, let it be about you, Lord Father God, and your business, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I, I pray that over myself, Lord Father God. I pray for a blessed week with all that's going on, car and all the stuff, Lord Father God. I, I just leave it in your hands, Lord, and, and that you're always going to make a way because you always do, Lord Father God. So I thank you, Lord. You bless our interests and in our exits, Lord Father God, and bless those that are listening right now in, in this prayer, Lord, that you bless them, Lord, that they will continue to seek you first in all things, Lord, and everything else will be added on to them, Lord Father God. Let them trust you first, Lord Father God, and have somebody to talk to, Lord Father God, that they can go to their closets, Lord Father God, and lavish on you and talk with you, Lord, and then have a brother that can strengthen them, Lord Father God, and, and, and call them out on their BS as well, Lord Father God, when, 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 they, when there is BS, Lord, and to lift them up and pray with them, Lord Father God, and help them walk through the trials and the tribulations that we all have to go through, Lord Father God, that they realize that they're not by themselves. So, Lord, I thank you. 
I love you and I give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. We seal this prayer with your precious blood. And as always, we say amen, Lord Father God. And, and we, we let everyone out there know that let God pull you out of the pit and let his all-consumer fire burn you up. Amen. Amen. We love you all. And I wish you guys a blessed week. And thank you for joining us on the, the Pit Men's Ministry Podcast. Until next week. Signing off. Peace.